This is Gemara Numa Daf Pei Gimel of Learning Shmuel Chutz for Shemir for Men of Megal Chaim and Sarshom Simon Rezel Zarvas Knendel. Ita Basim Vas Chaisei Yisrael Mamindel as the President Shavuot Mas Nami Veshavik Moshe Yochanan Shmuel Matila. Tanim Ben Chan Rezel Mchay Basim the Brachos for Musa Dina Ida Veshen Mindel Svi Mefei Gerudin Vechelitzun Zelahuva Machamendel. Rifka Vas Veshav and Aftel Yisrael Mechlaster Besayu Shachali Yisrael as well as the Chosher of Atzli Bas Ita and Yisrael Chaim Ben Devira. We pick it up on the top of Pei Gimel Amid Aleph. We finished yesterday discussing the woman who is pregnant and had cravings in Yom Kippur. They whispered in her ear on whether she calmed down or not. Today we pick up from a similar place, says the Gemara on the top of Pei Gimel Amid Aleph. Two lines down, we feed a chayla based on the bikiyam, based on their doctors. If they say that this person needs to eat and he's in Sakanas Nafashais, we feed him. If not, not. Says the Gemara, let's learn the rules. The unique, difficult, and perhaps intricate rules of when we let someone eat in Yom Kippur or not. And maybe at the end we'll try to point out the, the few points that come out of Allah Chalam Haisa. Omar Raviyanai says, Raviyanai, three lines down, begim lam and out. If the sick person, of course, we're talking about a chayla masukan, a life and death case, if the person says, I need to eat, the doctor says, no, you don't, you're perfectly fine. We listen to the chayla, we let him eat. My time, what's the reason? Because the person knows himself, the heart knows the bitterness of its soul, and the person knows himself and he needs to eat. And therefore, we let him eat. Says the Gemara Shita, of course, of course we can let him eat. It's like, it's the Vajais. Suffolk, Likula. We all know that. Very simple. This has been very famous the last year, the year two, the year of Corona. We've heard so many times that it's not a Chumrah. It's a Chumrah in, in Sakanas Nefash, it's a Chumrah in life, which is, of course, the Kula that we let you eat, that we let you do whatever you need to do. So says the Gemara Pshita, Suffolk, Sakanas Nefash, is like Kula, of course we let him eat. Answers the Gemara, Maudatim, I would have thought, right, Fei Kim Fei. The doctor knows more. What do you know? You don't know anything. You're sick. You say, I need to eat. But you don't know what you're talking about. Kamash Malan, and now it's a massive Chiddush. Even against the doctors, against the experts, if you say you need to eat, we let him eat, which is a rule which will and forever will stand. That whenever there's a Chayla, the Chayla knows himself. We'll see more, a bit more of the applications, ramifications of this rule. But this will always be in... I'm sure there were people that last year in Kippur, they had Corona, they didn't, and they were told, at the end of the day, if you feel like you need, you're allowed to eat. You're allowed to eat, because why? What's most important is we want to keep the Jewish soul alive, and of course, that becomes the biggest mitzvah. But again, so rule number one is, Leiv Yudeya Maras Nafshoi, the Chayla knows himself. Says the Gemara number two, continues Rav What about the flip side? The Chayla says, I don't need to eat. The doctor says, yes, you do. Says the Gemara again, Shaiman the Raifei. Again, Rumekel. We listen to the doctor, my time. Maybe he's delirious. He's sick. He doesn't know what's going on. He's saying, no, no, I don't need to eat. Yes, you do. And we make him eat. Says the Gemara, Tanan, we learned in a Mishnah. We said in our Mishnah, we feed a chayla based on the doctors, experts. I'll be bekiim in. I'll be at my loy. I'll be bekiim in. I'll be baki echeloy. Double question. Rabbi Yehuda just taught us two dinim. Number one, he said we listened to the chayla. Number two, he said listen to one doctor. But our Mishnah seems to say not that way. Our Mishnah seems to say number one that we need two people. Number two is we don't listen to him. We listen to the doctor. Answers the Gemara. The case over here is referring to in our Mishnah. 
The Amar Loisarechna. The case of the Mishnah is where the Chayla says, I do not need to eat. And that's when the Mishnah said that in order to tell him, when he says, I don't need to eat, and we need to say that you, yes, need to eat, that's when we need to have a Baki, and that's when we need to even have two people saying that. Says the Gemara, furthering that question, will they say, I'll be Baki? What's the reason why you tell me we need two? Let's feed him based on the Baki. Answers the Gemara, the case is the Ika Now it's getting a little bit complicated. The case over here is So again, the Chayla himself, the sick person, says, I don't need to eat. There is a doctor that says also he doesn't need to eat. So there's two on that side. And now what do we need to counterbalance that to win? We're going to need two Bakiyim saying he yes needs to eat. But if it would only be one doctor, then it wouldn't be for what reason? Because you have the Chayla and the Baki on the same side. Says the Gemara, one second, but if the case is that we need to have two people, that's obvious why. Answers the same question we had before. Answers the Gemara, there were two other people with him. Say you have the Chayla plus two versus two. Says the Gemara, Dami Gav. And now what's the Chiddush? It's three verses two. We know in Bezdim, whenever we have two Adim, two have the status of a million. There's no such thing, two, three, four, five, six. Two is golden, honey, mealy, but it's not true. That's only Lenineidus. With regard to testimony, then it's true that two are golden and it doesn't make difference, two, three, four, five, twenty-five. When it comes to evaluating something, we care. It makes a lot of difference how many people they are. We go by the amount of people. However, that's only by money. But in our case, what are we referring to? We're referring to Sakanas Navashais, and therefore it's going to win even if you don't have the majority opinion. And that's the reason why we're saying that if you have the Chayla plus two versus two others, those two others will win. So it's almost like a double Chedesh. We don't say Trey Kamea. We say we go Basar Deyaz, how many people? But we don't say that it goes strictly versus numbers, three versus two, then the three will win because something the Fashais le Kula says the Gemara. One second, but the Tani say what did the Sefer say in in Shambikim? If there are no experts, Vachlinos Abiyatma, we feed him based on that which he says himself. <coughs> Excuse me, Mechla. <coughs> Excuse me, Mechla. The Reisha Damar Tzarich. It sounds like that in the Reisha. What's the case? The case. It sounds like in the Reisha is is that there were experts saying. That he needs to eat. I'm sorry, the case is where the Chayla himself says he needs to eat. Again, we want to keep the Mishnah parallel. And we just explained that the Seif of the Mishnah is that we're it's the same case where he himself says he needs to eat. Says the Gemara, no, let's reinterpret the Mishnah. What's the case of the Mishnah? The case of the Mishnah is. When he says he does not eat it, like Tarachani, Avl Omar Tarachani, in Shabikim Trey, Elochad, the Omar Loitarach Machlinas Alpi Atmoi, says the Gemara. 
This is what's going on. One more time. When do we say that we need to go after the experts, after the Baki? That's the Amr Light Sarachan. That's where he himself says, I do not need to eat. That's when we go after the Baki, we go after the doctors, the experts. Where he says, where the Chayla himself says, I need to eat. Ain't Sham Bikim. Trey, if there are not two experts, then which of course the obvious implication is, but if there be two, then those two would trump even himself. Says the Gemara Marbar Avashi. Marbar Avashi argues, Marbar Avashi says, sort of what we would have thought from based on the first part of the Gemara Shanemar. Lave Yodea Maras Nafsho, a person knows himself, even against a hundred doctors. You have the entire medical team at Columbia telling you you don't need to eat, you're perfectly fine. And the Khaila says, I need to eat, I'm telling you I'm gonna die. We feed him, says Zervashi, suffering Nafash is the hunkal of how important we value life. Tanan we learn to the Mishnah one second. If there are no Bikim, then we listen to himself. Time to like a Bikim, he can Bikim Lai. The obvious implication of our Mishnah is that if there are Bikim, that's one, but if there are Bikim, then we're not gonna listen to him. Says the Marachi Kamar Abamad, Varamurim Dhamar Light Sarah Hani. That's the only case where he doesn't eat. That's when he says, I don't need to eat. That's when we go after the Bikim after the experts. Avalaimer Tsarakhani Chabikim Klaal Machilinus Abiyatsu Shnam Levadim Maras Nafshai. Marbarashi holds when he's talking about he needs to eat. It's irrelevant how many Bikim there are. We listen to him because a person knows himself. And it comes out absolutely fascinating. It comes out that the original rule that we learned, at least according to Ravashi, Marbaravashi is going to win even against the, all the doctors, 1, 2, 100. It doesn't make a difference. Leave you there, Mars. I'll show you. Says the Mishnah. And now we're going to get involved in different diseases and different remedies, different times where we're going to allow someone to eat things in order to save his life. So says the Mishnah, someone who has bulmus, a type of disease that grabs hold of him, even things which are not kosher. Actually, until his eyes become clear, that's a sign that his disease bulmus has left him. For rabid dog bites him, we do not feed him from the liver of the rabid dog, even though obviously they thought that at some level was a remedy, but this is where we see that a non-proven remedy we will not let work, even in the face of Sakanas Nefashis. Ramasi ben Kharash, Mati Ramasi ben Kharash says you are allowed. Vayim Ramasi ben Kharash, Hachayish begranim atin loisam b'seichpev. If he's Hachayish begranim, he has a throat ailment. We put medicine in his mouth. The Shabbos on Shabbos. Of course, the Gemara is going to explain all these cases and issues. Something in the Fashis and something's kind of the Fashis. Something's kind of the Fashis. Unfortunately, this is uh, time appropriate for not good reasons. But if a God forbid, if a tower, a building falls on a person, you're not sure if the someone buried over there, you're not sure if the people there are dead or not. You don't even know if they're yidin. 
Mefarchen olav is like how we unearth him, we un we use even the araisas to move away the rubble. Matoh chaim mefarchen. We find him alive, then we take we clear away the rubble to get him out of there. Ve'emezenichanu. If we find the dead body, the dead body is muksa. So then we can't do it. The whole hetero over here to be over the araisas is potentially to save a life. If there is no life, then we revert back to regular dini of Shabbos, and then we will not be able to do anything. To move the dead body. Tanu Rabbanon says to the Gemara, now we're going to start quite a lengthy Gadatra, which is going to take us the rest of today and tomorrow. Tanu Rabbanon, how do we know that when we said that by this verse, who has bulmus? We, we help him until his vision is restored. How do we know? Says the Gemara, when he can differentiate between good and bad food, when his taste comes back, that is the way of knowing that his vision comes back. Amar Abaye says Abaye, this means that he could do it through tasting. Being tov is via tasting. And unfortunately, we all know how taste sometimes is connected to the strangest of things. As of late, there's no, no one has this question, what does that have to do with vision? Just like no one has a question, the, what does taste have to do with all the other things that we lost taste for? Tanur says, the Gemara Mishach Miss. If someone as his diseases that grabbed all the machlinos say a kal kal. Very important. We feed him what's first less uh, usher before saying more usher. And this, of course, a rule. And all of pikuach nefesh, all times they were trying to save a life. This refers to Shabbos, Yom Kippur, and everything. Hakal kal kaidim. You always try to do the least amount of malacha, the least amount of avera. If you have a choice, being over Darabon and Daraisa. You first do the Darabon, and then Daraisa, as we're about to see over here, says the Gemara Tevelun Avela. If you have a choice of feeding the person Tevelun Avela, Mechinos and Avela, which is a lower level of avera. The Tevelu Shvius, Shvius, Tevelu Truma, Tanai, that's Machlegis Tanai. The Tanai we learned in A. A machleg is which one takes precedence. If it's possible for chulin and he doesn't have to take off the appropriate chumas of maestris, which is forbidden on Shabbos and in the Rabbanon, everyone agrees. You fix the food and you let him eat it. Keep ligi. What's the machleg is? But the loy sure. The machleg is over here is when it's not. Possible. Excuse me. It's not possible to feed him with chulin. So mar savar tevel chamer. Mar savar chuma chamura. And that is the machlek as well. You should chevel or chuma. Mar savar tevel chamer explains the gemara. Avol chuma chazi lekayin. Chuma at some level is fit for someone. So as always, we have this balance. Is it something that's chazi at some level or something that could potentially be fixed? Says the Gemara, that's going to be the Machlekes. But says the Gemara, what did we just say a moment ago? We said both the Tanakama and Betima agree that if we have Tevel or Chuma, what should we do? We should fix the food and give it to him. Efshebechulim Shita. Says the Gemara, I don't understand. If you could feed him Chulin, of course you do that. Chulin is Mutter Gomer. Explains the Gemara, what's the case? Bishabis. Like we explained when we read the Gemara. Bishabis Nami says the Gemara, but in Shabbos also Bishita. It's also obvious why I told them in the Rabbananu. It's only in the Rabbanan to move something that's moksa. Hachamaya Skina explains the Gemara, It's in a flower pot without a hole. Dirabanan, and therefore it has a din dirabanan to move it. And Rabbi is teaching me that both the Tanakama and Bentima are going to agree that we rather you either the din dirabanan of taking off the chumas and maestris 
than to eat the tevel grown in this hotzitz she'enoi nakov. Mar savar tevel chamar or mar savar chuma chamura. Says the Gemara leima tanoi. Let's say this machlekes ben teima tanakama. Let's say that this is indeed a machlekes tanoi. The tanim learned in a brayse mir shenosh chenachash. A snake bites someone. What do we do? We call a doctor. We call a doctor from place to place. And as well, what else are we going to do for this person to save his life? To get rid of this snake bite. We tear open a chicken for him. And that's one of the remedies. You put the chicken on the wound. What else do we do? We cut leeks from him straight out of the ground. Even though, of course, you can't cut things from the ground in Shabbos. And we feed it to him. And Rebbe says, you don't have to take off Meiser. Even though you just cut off fresh produce, fresh produce, of course, you generally have to take off Meiser. Says Rebbe, in this case, we're not concerned. We feed it to him right away. Don't waste any time. You take off the appropriate Meisers. So says the Gemara, this is the Machleg. It's been Teiman Tanakama. Name of Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shimini, Veloy Rebbe. So let's say that what Rabbi said before is like Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shimini, and not like Rebbe. Says, that was by vegetables, the Rabbanon. Because we have a shilo of a Daraisa, kind of that we've seen many times, that we have something that could grow into a Daraisa, no pun intended. We have something that could be, it's in the Parsha, could be a Daraisa. That's more Chamer. And explains the Gemara, we're afraid you could come to eat from a flower pot with a whole which has a din of being attached to the ground, and then we'll have a real din da raisa, which is in the parish of a daraisa, and then we have to deal with it more hammer. Says the Gemara Tanura Abanan about eight lines from the medium, from the wide lines. Misha Achzai Bolmes, someone who has his disease, Bolmes, who grabbed hold of him, what do we do? We feed him number one honey. Vachal mini matika, wonderful, all different candies and sweets. Shadavash, Vachal mini matika, Marin, Marin, Enoch, Shaladam, it makes the person's eyesight. Well, I don't know if this codes with uh, conventional uh, science over here, but sweets and candies makes a person's eyesight go well. We don't have a raya. We have a we have an illusion to the matter. What is the apostle says? Runa. See now, ki my eyes have lit up. When I tasted a little bit of this honey, that this was Shaulamelech uh, over there, that he said this honey opened up his eyes, a raya. I don't know if it's the same thing as uh, candies over here, but it's a raya that a little bit of honey, a little bit of candy opens up the eyes. And that's how one who, God forbid, has a disease called bomis should overload with honey and sweets. What does it mean? It's not a raya, says the Gemara. It sounds like it's a it's a straight up basic. The awesome love bulmas actually, because over there it wasn't bulmas. It was showing that it is a good thing to have the candies that all have the sweet honey, but it didn't necessarily show as a proof to the remedy for this disease of bulmas. Says the Gemara on the last narrow line, Amr Says the be very careful. Only have candy, dessert only comes. 
after the meal. But before the meal, it could be harmful for you. It could mess up the system. makes you more hungry. So make sure only to have the candies when you finish the meal. And they found the Egyptian man in the field. They brought him to David. First they gave him bread. And they gave him to food. And they gave him to drink. And after they gave him everything to eat and drink and the bread and whatnot, then they gave him a cake of pressed figs and two classes of raisins. And he ate and he was settled. This verse came back to me. The person was so hungry, did not eat for three days and three nights. What do we see? They didn't immediately go and pump him up with sweets. Rather, they gave him food. And unfortunately, we know after the Holocaust, there were people that got killed from eating from the soldiers that gave them sweets and chocolate without putting any of the food in the system. It was absolutely dreadful. We see a Pasuk by David Amelch showing us otherwise. Says the Gemara, Amar, Rav Nachman, Amar, Shmuel, three lines down on Pegimlam and Beis. Three lines into wide lines, excuse me. More remedies for this disease called bomas. We feed them the tail with honey. The tail of a sheep. You also feed him wheat flour, fine flour, excuse me, with honey. Even barley flour, again, everything with honey. Because we need the sweet stuff. One time I had this disease called Bomis. And I went to the east side of the Taina because I knew that those were very, uh, when the sun was, they made them very, very sweet. Rashi explains, and it was fulfilled by myself. The wisdom preserves the life that because he knew which dates to go eat, it saved his life. The Tani Rav Yasef is Rav Yasef taught that right to Lita and Tam Te'ina, you want to taste a wonderful Te'ina, wonderful fig, the best tasting one, Yafalim is Racha. Go to the east of the fig tree. Remember the Pasuk says, we make it to voice Shamesh, and from the delicacies of the sun, and the sun is on the east side, and that's going to make the fruit the best. Says the Gemara, another story of Rav Yasef, Kazli Borcha, they were going the road, Achli Bomis, the Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda got sick. With disease called Bomez, Kabche the Raya Achle the Rifta. He grabbed the shepherd and he grabbed his bread and he ate it. Of course, it sounds like a little bit like a Robin Hood story over here. He just was stealing his food. Apparently, it was for Sakonis Davashes. Like we said, you could transgress any Aveira. Rav Yesi said he wasn't so happy and he says, You took away food from the Raya. When they came to the town, now the tables turned. The Rav Yaisi was one that was sick. And what happened? All the people in the city came out with honeys and sweets, and everyone gave Rav Yaisi food. I took just the food from one shepherd. You took food from the entire city. And furthermore, another servant, Bomas are made Rav Yudah, Rav Yaisi, and they are traveling on the road. Rav Yehuda Daik Bishmei. Rav Yehuda Yisilavi Daik Bishmei. Says the Gemara. Rav Yehuda was very careful about names. He heard names and he would look into them, as we'll see in a moment. And he would read into the names of people. And Rav Yehuda and Rav Yisilavi were not as particular about names. Kimatalu Dochta. They reached a certain inn. Dochta Balu Ishbizas. They asked them. They wanted to sleep there overnight. Yavulu. So they gave him, they gave them a place to sleep. Again, Ramir of Yudin Rav Yaisi. Amrulai, they asked the innkeeper, Maishimcha, what's your name? Amrulu, Kidr, 
My name is Kedar. Interesting name. Omar. So Rameir said again, Rameir was one that's dying. Mishme, he was very careful about names. Omar said, Rameir, Shvamir, Adam Rashu. I know this person's a wicked person. Amar. Kedar Tabucha is Hema. The word Kedar, Kedar Tabucha is Hema. And Rameir learned out that it shows that this person is a terrible person. What happened? Ravidiraviyasi gave the innkeeper their wallets to hold on to for them. Rameir wasn't taking a chance. He didn't give the wallet. Rameir put his wallet on the grave of the innkeeper's father. Okay. The innkeeper went to sleep and he had a dream. And his father in the dream told him, take the wallet off my head. That person referring to himself. The mocha, the innkeeper wakes up. And he tells these three sages, I had the most unique and interesting dream. Then my father told me to get this wall off my head. They told the The dreams of Friday night, nah, they have no substance. It's because you're so relaxed. You're such a big meal. Your mind wanders. Don't think about it. Azar is now all nervous. What does he do? He waits the entire day by the grave to make sure no one touches his wallet. But I see him once it got dark, once it Shabbos, he took his wallet. And the next day, went back to the innkeeper and said, Give us back our wallets. I don't know what you're talking about. What wallet? They said to you, why didn't you look at his name? His name was Kinder. You should have known he's a Russia. Why did he give him your wallet? Amrulay, they said to Rameir, Amai lo martilan mar, why didn't you tell us? Amrulaho, so Rameir, Amar damri anach hashasha, chsukim yamra. I don't know for sure, I wasn't allowed to tell you, I had a chashash, I had a suspicion. Mashchu, vayelech hanusa. So, that was seemingly the end, they lost their wallets. What happened? Mashchu vayelech hanusa, they went with the host, they went to the store, and what did they do? Review the Ravis, he wanted to get their wallet back, so they gave him a lot to drink. Chazu talvche ashfame, and they saw that on his mustache, he had some land, they went. They went back to the inn. They went back to the innkeeper's wife. And they told the innkeeper's wife, "Give us a wallet." And how did they convince the innkeeper that their husband said? They said, "And we know what he ate for lunch. He had lintels on his mustache." And and they went and they left with their wallet. The innkeeper came. And he killed his wife. That's what we learned in the Mishnah. A different story. That's this story. Because he didn't watch off his mustache. He eventually caused his wife to be killed. At the end of the story, as well would be medayik into names. They reached that house, the Shama Bala. They reached a certain house whose the owner's name was Bala. They didn't enter into the house. Amri, they said, Shvami, no Rashu, she's a Rasha, Dachseva, Amr, La Bala. Ufim, that the word Bala refers to an Ufim and adulteress. Now that's a shayla whether we see these last few words. learned their lesson. Let's start the next Gemara. Tomorrow's daf is also a long one. So we said in the next part of the Mishnah that if a rabid dog bites someone, you're not allowed to feed him the liver of that dog. There's five things to do about a rabid dog. There's five ways of knowing if the dog is rabid. His mouth is open. If its saliva is dripping, his ears are downward. His tail is between its legs. And it walks on the side of the road. 
And some people say that it barks, but you don't hear the voice. In these ways, I know the dog is rabid. The dog is very, dog is very dangerous. Says the Gemara, where does the dog get this condition that it becomes rabid and it could kill people? You know where it comes from? It comes from women, sorceresses that play with the dog and then the sorcery, the shade, the evil spirit goes into the dog. It's not a ruach run evil spirit on the dog. What's the difference between these two opinions? Says the Gemara, moving over to tomorrow's daf, the Dover and Nizik to kill it with the Dover and Nizik to throw something far, not to get close because you don't want the dog, the spirit to get on you. And says the Gemara, that's going to be the Nafkamina. Tani Kavase, the Shmuel, let's finish with this. We have a right, the Shmuel, because Harganize and Harganize Elabidavar, Han Nizrak. The only way to kill the dog is by throwing it something at it. The Chayef Bay, actually, and we'll stop over here as we'll talk more about the rabid dog in Mirtashan tomorrow.